The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We don't need no education. Well, you do need some education, and that's why it was back to school today for so many of your kids. How exciting for all the children and parents out there. And you know what? Summer held over by popular demand this week. Oh, it's beautiful. Warm it's, weather right through uh, right through the weekend into next week. Do you know the best part of uh, school, of course, for children is typically the last week of school. Uh, they know they're about to get out and the weather's great. So this is sort of like starting everybody off on a really positive well, note. Well, yeah, we're also thinking we should be at home enjoying the nice warm weather. No. One last go in the swimming pool. You're in the schoolyard playing and throwing <laughs> balls and doing whatever your kids do these days in schoolyards. Uh, it was fun on social media today, uh, on Facebook, just nonstop streams of the uh, first day back to school photos of everyone's I children. Know. I almost took one of Coach because, you know, he's a teacher. It's back to school for him today, too, but he didn't like oh, me. You just gave me such a great idea. Mm. I should have taken a picture because one of my favorite pictures ever is the day that the two kids, uh, Ashley, uh, no, no, what are my other kids' names? Maddie Madison, and Hunter yep. went to school, and I've got a picture. It's above my desk at home, and they're both, their heads are just hung in their little tight-fisted hands on the back porch <laughs> waiting for me to come out and, and drive them to school. Neither of them looked happy, but what would have been a great picture today would have been... Um, uh, Hunter's bedroom door open, his bed unmade, and him not there. <laughs> How things have changed. I didn't know where he was. I got up and walked by the door and asked, where's Hunter? Mm-hmm. Oh, U of A. Like, oh, yeah, I guess yeah, he started yeah. today, too. Never even thought about it. Yeah, and Maddie was still in her room, though. She was gone as well. <laughs> she was gone as well. I think she had an early uh, customer this morning. Mm-hmm, so, okay. yeah, it was just sort of weird. The house made this shift. But I do remember, and I was watching social media too, and I do remember what it's like when the night before you start thinking, mm. oh, my kid's going to kindergarten. I, it seems to be that kindergarten and grade one where you're like, oh, my. And then, then I guess it repeats itself in junior high and high school possibly in university, but definitely in those early years where you just think, where did the time go? Yeah, you know, I don't remember, you know, that far back. I remember going off to college in that first year of, of college and being nervous about that. It was a different city. It was a different place, living mm-hmm. in res, and it wasn't just an all-girls res. There were boys and girls and, and, com- and communal bathrooms and showers like with door locks and stuff like that mm-hmm. but you know you shared the whole living space and it was just a different way to think and oh I'm off you're, you're, you're going off to pursue your life's dreams and the first week usually turns into a drunken mess like let's of course, be real the first week you know that's actually interesting <laughs> you're eating noodles and beer <laughs> yeah when you think about it that right? first that first right, day right, yeah. that first year yeah. that's cases yeah. <laughs> you remember you know of course when you go to kindergarten and you think how big the great six mm-hmm are and you know it's sort of intimidating it's this big building and then then suddenly you're in grade six and then and then you're the big kid and but then you go to junior high and, and now it starts you're the, all over yeah again. it seems even bigger and more intimidating and it repeats itself in high school and as you say it repeats itself again in college and university particularly where you live in residence and and I clearly very clearly like it was yesterday remember getting unpacked in residence and thinking I don't know how this works. Like, I, I don't know where I go to get food. I don't, I'm not sure where you the bookstore no is. had no idea about anything around the campus. Right, and I'm looking at a schedule that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, where's the the A and A building, or what does that even stand <laughs> for? And, and U of A is so massive. I went to Dalhousie, but U of A is so massive. I've looked at Hunter's schedule. He's not intimidated by it. Of course, he's going into his third year. 
but I am. The, yeah. the buildings are numbered, yeah. and you're. They, Where are they, they? They figured out. They figured yeah. it out soon enough. And yep. yeah, as always, it's the kids that are. It's a, it's the parents who who sit there and worry. Okay, did you get the proper? Did you get the proper <laughs> courses? What yeah. about this? Did you drop this? No, I'm waiting for this. Okay, what about your books? How much is it going to cost? Did you see that? Uh, we don't have it as one of our stories today, but I saw it over the weekend. Speaking of social media, but. Um, I think it was in Flint, Michigan. It was in Michigan for sure. I want to say Flint, uh, where a fight broke out in a Walmart over a, a duotang or a notebook. It was the last <laughs> one on the shelf. And, and apparently this woman took it. She was there with her mom, so that would have been grandma. And another woman argued that it was hers, and they each have a piece of it. And they, they eventually wrestle the mom down to the <laughs> ground, at which point grandma pulls a loaded gun out of her uh. purse, and everybody scrambles. And and the oddest part of the story for me was that no charges were laid because she has a permit to cover mm. to carry a concealed weapon. Yeah, but once you pull it out on someone, yeah, but so American, right? Like it was like, well, no charges laid because she had the right permit. Yeah, but she pulled it out in a Walmart and pointed it at a mom. Happens all the time. <laughs> Flint, Michigan. You just go around the corner, you buy them in, in the Walmarts down there, can't you? <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. I think that was part of Michael Moore's documentary that uh, he did way right. back when, and it was and actually. Yeah, girlfriend of mine, when she was working for Global National, she did a whole undercover thing, went in and bought a bunch of stuff. Wow. There's got to be another place that's got duotanks. Get your, get your lime-flavored yogurt. <laughs> that's the other thing, too. Get your... Trying to get the lunch together and get them out of, get the schedule figured out. I hate doing lunches. I hate doing this. I hate doing that. Ah, can you ship them out the door? They're gone for six hours a day. I'd love to hear. How was the first day of school at your place? How was your first day? 6.30, We'll read your text or give us a call, 496-0063. We're interested. It's a sort of a slice of life thing. For many of you, the first time ever. For some of you, maybe it's the second time and it's so much different than Mm -hmm. last time. Or possibly there was a, you know, maybe there was a new uh, landmark this year that uh, new to junior high, new to high school, new to university or college. And I think we should throw it out as well, come about 3.30, 4 o'clock, maybe after we talk with Todd Hirsch and see if we can get some of the kids to tell us how their first day went. I'd love, especially the little kids, I'll take anybody, but I would love for... (laughs) The little kids to tell us how their first day was and what they think of their teacher in their classroom. Yeah, I, did, I texted Coach today and said, how was your first day gone? The kids being nice to you. <laughs> and, and what about that? What about for teachers? Well, and it was yesterday, it was, because um, he's teaching, um, in addition to his regular courses, a different cor- course this year. So he was like, okay, getting up to speed on that, brushing up and all that. It's been a long time since he taught, it was English, grade yeah. 10 English. And, uh, you know, having to do all that, put the uh, outline together, making sure that he knew the insides and outs of everything. But to be honest with you, I think he was a little pooey. Why? I, I just think it was like, oh, because the weather's still nice. <laughs> yeah. You want to kind of be hanging out. Um, you want to be uh, hanging out, uh, you know, still on the on the back patio. Sure. Well, he can still do that at what? Want. He gets off at 3.30, doesn't he? Yeah. Wow. 3.30, home by quarter after four. Well, typically I can't get up out of bed in time to be, for, <laughs> be there for 3.30. Jim's on the phone. Hey, Jim, what do you want to talk about? Oh, hey, guys. I just wanted to mention, we were talking about Michael Moore. And, and everyone buying guns in the States at Walmart, it just reminded me of one of the funniest movie scenes I've ever seen, Canadian Bacon. Canadian Bacon? When they're bacon. all, grandmas are buying grenade launchers, and they're buying 50 cal. <laughs> yeah, that's And right. they're running through the hallways protecting, you know, it was just one of the funniest scenes I've I'd ever seen. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, I can totally picture that scene right now. You're absolutely right. I mean, and the funny part about that, 
this is true. <laughs> well, apparently so. And some of our textures pointing out. Some of our textures pointing out that of course she wasn't charged because she was acting in self-defense. Mm. There was an assault going on. I suppose that's probably true. Over a binder. I know. Come on. Don't you have to be in fear of your life though for it to be self-defense? Because if you can exit the situation, okay. you know, should you? I, exit? I want to mention. Let me mention something. Sure. If, you, if you're in the United States, you wouldn't be in fear of your life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair point. Jim, thanks for the call. Bye. <laughs> Take it easy. Uh, if I never hear, this is from Red Deer, if I never hear another first day of school story or see another first day of school picture, it will be too soon. I love them. They bring back such great memories for me. And there's that relief that it's not you. Right? You're I'm, not the one scrambling. I'm not the one scrambling or realizing that it, it's like there's certain things that happen to a parent and they happen to all parents. First day is one, mm-hmm. of course. Um, sitting through Christmas concerts and talent shows and dance recitals oh, yeah. is another. But and, and then another is the child telling you at bedtime that they have a project due that requires 300 popsicle sticks the next Tomorrow. day. Right. You're like, How could you not have mentioned that before? Thankfully, Walmart is typically open and... <laughs> And I'm able to stay up late. I can't tell you how many of those projects I did myself. You shouldn't have. Well, I think everybody does. When you see the, when you go to the parent-teacher thing and you see them around the classroom, you're like, uh, yeah, ten-year-old didn't make that. Yeah, there's, and his dad happens to be an architect. Like, okay. (laughs) Okay, buddy. I'm sure you did. <laughs> yeah, the, the kids are still eating glue, but you managed to put that together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Your kid is licking the wall, but he made that sure. Okay. Some of your texts coming in uh, this afternoon says it's my daughter's first day at kindergarten today. She has to ride the bus and transfer at Salisbury High School in Sherwood Park. Ugh. My wife and I made a very conscious effort not to helicopter parent, which means I'm not allowed to follow the bus. Uh. We put her on the bus. I, uh, we put her on the bus. I have trust in her and the system that she'll be fine. That's Devin from Sherwood I'm Park. I'm sure she will. I did follow the bus the first day for both my kids up here. I wasn't around for the uh, Calgary mm-hmm. ones. Uh, how about this? Uh, the same Walmart is having a back-to-school gun sale this week. You know what, Walt? That's probably true. <coughs> Excuse me. And this one, our school system and teachers in Lloyd Minster use a system called Remind the mm-hmm. Teachers. Uh, can send out reminders to the students as well as the parent about yeah. projects or work on upcoming things. Coach Actually, has that. It's just an app on the phone, and they use yeah. that for the, the musical theater stuff when there's big production, just keeping track of everything. You have to remember to go to it. Uh, school Zone. I don't know if they're still using School Zone, but when the kids were in school... Uh, and it's actually a pretty convenient thing, so they probably dropped it. But because the kids uh, get transferred uh, from class to class in school zone as they progress, you don't have to re-register them every year. Um, but there's usually class news there. The only downside to it is the parent or the teacher has to keep it updated, and the parent has to actually check. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can check on attendance, and you can check on their projects and grades and everything. And find out the password if your kid's in university. Find out the password for Bear Tracks as well. <laughs> <laughs> you learn a lot with that, let me tell you. Hunter doesn't uh, share that kind of information, nor do I ask him until it's time to pay the <laughs> tuition, and then suddenly I can have full access. Hey, Don. Good afternoon. How are you guys? <laughs> Pretty good. good. How, How are, are you? you? Don? Oh, 100%. I'm sitting in the grader. You're, oh. <laughs> but I want to tell you about school. When I went to school, I had to ride a horse for four miles for one year. And then I got a three-ton truck with a tarp over top of it. <laughs> and then finally we got a bus. How long did it take you to ride a horse four miles? Not very long, probably an hour and a half. Maybe. <laughs> now, do you remember this? Do you remember when the bus you, you, you took, uh, the driver was Brian Hall? Do you remember that? 
No, no, I'm. Uh, I was in uh, out in Ardmore. Oh, there. okay, Both, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, no, there was a time when he drove them all. Uh, so, what, let, what yeah. year was it? What year was it that you were riding a horse four miles to go to school? A pill both ways. Uh, about uh, oh, I don't know, forty something. Nineteen forty something. Forty six, maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because I'm only a young guy yet. Yeah, no, no, for sure. How old are you? I'm trying to do the math, but how old are you? I'm 75. 75, that's nothing. I'm almost 75. Yeah, you're, you're just a young fellow, you. Exactly. I'm like 15 years behind you. <laughs> Don, thanks for the phone call. Always great to hear from you. He always, everything, because he, he, he's called in about his driver's license that's before, right. Yeah. right? Love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you something. 75. Ah, that's great. Um, oldest daughter started kindergarten in 1990, finished university in 2016. Yeah. Hmm. And yes, Andrew, the school zone is still in use. My kids use it. That's good to know. It is a good system, but you do have to check it every day. A reminder, if you're driving through any of the school zones, so the uh, elementary and junior highs, it's down to 30 kilometers an hour uh, from, what is it, 8.30 to 4.30 every weekday, or sorry, 8 a.m. to 4.30 on school days. There's a bit of confusion. The city's website says school zone speed limits of 30 kilometers are in effect between 8 a.m. and 4.30. Global uh, News, whoever, looked in. To it and they found several signs near St. Mark's Junior High School where the signs indicate a time frame of 8 to 4. So they're going to replace those signs. And in the meantime, if you happen to live in that area, they're only going to enforce the school zone till 4 p.m. Then they're going to correct the signs and it'll be 4.30, same as the rest of the city. But yeah, slow down. Kids are going back to school. And remember, in about, a, what, a half hour, hour's mm-hmm. time, uh, they're going to be coming out all excited. Uh, <laughs> well, hopefully, the, most yeah. of them will be all excited. Or in a big rush to get back home again. So keep an eye out. Let's keep everybody yeah, safe. absolutely. My goodness. And you know, the next thing that happens um, this time of year is those slips start coming home and newsletters and information about extracurricular activities and parents start thinking about what to sign their kids up for or kids start trying out for teams or all of that starts happening as well. Yeah. How, how, with your kids, Chedville, how many activities are you signing your kids up for? I think that, you know, I think swimming is actually one of the more popular mm-hmm. ones uh, in, in recent years. Swimming, soccer, um, extra languages, that sort of thing. Yeah. And I know, like, I have a, a girlfriend of mine. We've been trying to get together, I think, for two years now. But she actually has, like, a four or grade four and a grade two uh, child, children. And just, it's nonstop. It's just, you, you're, you're running from one thing to the next mm-hmm. thing to the next thing. First off, I don't know how you juggle it, number one. Number two, I, I think you need some more downtime, some personal time. Just a little ad. But that <laughs> adds up. It's really expensive. Well, it adds up cost-wise. It adds up time. Wise and efficiency-wise, you almost need a flowchart to yeah. make it work when you have more than one, for sure. I mean, Carol and I always shared those responsibilities and had to figure out who takes who. And in some cases, it was like, you take her and I'll pick her up, that sort of thing. You had to coordinate it. And then there's those things like swimming where you think, well, let's put our kids in swimming because they should be able to learn how to swim. But then your kid tells you, oh, well, they want to go into basketball or, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, oh, okay, well, I didn't, you know, plan on that. So this was interesting. 
interesting because Ipsos uh, put out a, a study today. It was the cheapest and most expensive kids' activities in Canada. And hockey ranks the list as the most expensive, not surprising, ranging depending on anywhere where you live, anywhere from um, uh, $1,200 in Alberta to about $700, $800. I think it was uh, on the on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. The least expensive, though, and the most popular... Swimming. Swimming. With an and I think average, that's really important, though. I mean, I think it is every important. kid needs skill. to learn how to, to yeah. swim. Uh, average, again, depending on where you live, but the average anticipated uh, buy is $193.20, and 40% of those who have children in school plan to enroll. The most expensive at the top of the list, I'm sure you can guess, is hockey, with 15% of um, parents surveyed planning to enroll the children, and the average anticipated cost to be about $755. $1,200 on average in Alberta, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Canadian average. It's funny to look at some of these, because you start thinking, it's a long list, but as you go through the list, if you've been a parent uh, and your children have gone through 12 years of school, you realize how many of them they actually mm-hmm. did. So on the list is swimming, drama classes, basketball, soccer, scouts, or similar group, volleyball, baseball, or softball, skating, football, Art lessons, Uh music lessons, skiing, martial arts, gymnastics, lacrosse, dance lessons, and language classes. Uh, My kids did a lot of those. Actually, if you take all four, I think I covered them all. Yeah. Except scouts. My, none of my kids went into scouts or, or girl guides. Some of your texts coming in. Speaking of swimming lessons, my 14-month-old is starting swimming lessons this week. It's crazy. Yeah. And then someone else says, getting kids in swimming is like trying to get concert tickets. You have to be dialing your phone at 7 a.m. the day registration opens. And even then, we often end up on the wait list. That's true. In. We did. Yeah. That hasn't changed over the years. <laughs> Listen to this one. My wife dropped the son off for first day of grade two this morning. She told the teacher, you should probably keep this one in the front of the class. The teacher smiled and said, yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and do you remember that as too, uh, as well, Jay? Did you have an older sibling that went through school no, ahead I was, of you? No, I was oldest. I'm 15 months older than my uh, brother. Now, I'm the fifth of yeah. five, right? So, oh, it's a gross kid. Yeah, as soon as I arrived, I always went to the front of the class because... The reputation of the grosses preceded us, specifically my uh, brother Doug and my brother Jim, oh, yeah. who were always a problem. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and still were into adulthood by the sounds of it. They, they still are. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's funny, like Doug was such a misbehaved child, so of course he took that career choice that most do who are completely misbehaved and don't like rules. Uh, he became a police yeah. officer. How'd that work out for him? Uh, for a while it worked out pretty good. <laughs> from Drayton Valley, hey, I have three kids, oldest is seven. Each one is in two activities ranging from piano to hockey to dance. Let's just say my wife is a good juggler. <laughs> in all seriousness, though, we wouldn't be able to do it without the help of the grandparents mm. that help shuttle a child or two to the next lesson and activity. And that's it. I mean, if, if you're lucky enough to have yeah. uh, grandparents around or maybe, a, you know, a loving auntie or uncle or something like that who can help with the shuffling around, you know, it helps so much. But if you don't, you're really on your own. And let's not forget that part of that time commitment is also sitting there staring, making eye contact with your child the entire time <laughs> they're doing whatever activity it is so you're not blamed later. Were you looking at your phone when I did that did, somersault? Did you like, see me do that cartwheel? Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.